Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Welcome to Text Talk Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us for this episode from Acts chapter 16. Edwin, what is our text today? Uh, we've got a lengthy reading today. We're going to start in verse 16. We're going to read all the way to verse 34. But I there's am. great action in this reading. Lots of action. We've been looking forward reading. to this episode. For for days on end. All right. Days so I hope end. everyone's ready. Here we go. All right. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews, and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, then they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in, and trembling uh, <clears throat> trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds, and he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them, and he rejoiced along with his entire household that they had believed in God. Lots of action. Like I said, action-packed. You've got these miracles going on. We see that. We could start by talking about how Paul exercises an evil spirit, some a demon, I guess, out of this lady. Uh, and, and that's a blessing. That's a kindness to her. She's no longer afflicted by that. That's a good thing. Good deed. Sometimes those good deeds get punished, right? Sometimes. <laughs> so, so what happens to them, right? They're, they're uh, mobbed, basically. You know, I, I think we're going to do another episode to talk about the irony here. Of, yes, uh, <laughs> let's, let's hold on to that one. Hold on to that one. Let's keep that. Okay. All right. Think about that irony. Um, okay. They get thrown in jail. That's right. Beaten. Thrown in jail. I mean, these are tr people are treated like horrible criminals, dangerous criminals in the inners. Feet in the stocks. Yeah. So that, so not only are they beaten and thrown in jail, but they are bound so that they can't even move. What are they doing in that state, though? Now, isn't that an amazing thing to see? Because they are singing praises to God, singing hymns. Praying and praising God and the, the other prisoners are hearing. Yeah. And it looks like it's not just the prisoners that are hearing. 
It's late in the night, isn't it? It's getting to be midnight, and then there's this earthquake. 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 I've often wondered, do you think is do, do you chalk the earthquake up to providence or is this a miraculous thing that's happening here? How have you thought about that? I guess my thinking has been well, that's a great question. I guess I haven't really thought I'd always thought gone the miracle way. Part of it because all the doors are opened up and then chains coming off too. Okay, so like if it's providence is just an earthquake, maybe the walls would fall down, but I don't know if you know, how to explain the chains. It reminds me very much of when the angel sprung Peter. Um, and so I guess I've just always gone the miracle route. But oh, I mean, the yeah. providences are really great. That That yeah. is so interesting that you bring that up because, uh, I've, I've, you know, there's been this podcast that has been trying to talk about all the parallels between Paul and Peter that I listen to sometimes. And um, you're not getting it. Okay, he got it. All right, it landed. We, we listen for the outtakes. <laughs> It landed. Yeah, yeah, we've been talking about that. We, we've we been have. trying to highlight that. And so here, this is actually one I had not even considered, but we've got the jailbreak. Yeah. Peter has the jailbreak, and he, go, of course, goes to Mary's house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, encourages them. Here we've got the jailbreak, but he doesn't leave. No, he doesn't leave. And isn't that something? Because the jailer assumes not only has Paul left, but all the prisoners have left. And he, and he's ready to kill himself. He's on the brink of suicide for this. What's what's that about? Is this just a fellow who's just so wrapped up in his job and his meaning is in his job that now he doesn't feel fulfilled and it's depression? What's going on here, Andrew? I think, again, we're dealing with some cultural norms, as you were pointing out in, a, in just, what, the last episode or two, the whole uh, individual mentality versus communal mentality. Here's another honor-shame cultural deal overlaid here, and that there would be a... Uh, consequence for a Roman to to lose his prisoners, to fail his charge in this way, he would receive whatever punishment that the criminals would be, so they're going to take his life. However, if he chooses to take his own life, if he will kill himself, there's an honor in that, and so his good name is is preserved for his family. Yeah, for his family. Good, good point. So, All right, so he's afraid... My prisoners are lost. I have messed up my charge. I'm going to get executed. So it would be better for me to go ahead and take my life now. And Paul hollers out, no, do yourself no harm. Here we are. Here we're we are. still here. We haven't left. And there's something about this crisis. And I think about what what they must have been saying while they were praising God and singing praises, because the, the Philippian jailer has a question. What must I do to be saved? Most important question anyone could ask. There's there's something in this that's that's prompted him. I mean, in in their praises, uh, it, it's not just God is great, God is good. There's something in their praises that that is declaring the salvation that comes from God. And now the jailer has heard that something about these men sticking around. Maybe this is a matter of. He figures out their hope is different than his hope. His hope has just been shattered. And now here are prisoners that normally would have fled, but these guys have stuck around. I want to know more about this. He's been impressed. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where you never know what kind of things is go- are going to happen in someone's life to turn them around. I mean, prior to this, he had been a party to the beatings and the, and the imprisonment. The last person you would think would be converted. But here's this crisis moment. And now he's ready. And also, I think we have to acknowledge the background of just the power of God 
because of the exorcism, because chains falling off. Um, there is this accreditation to these men and their message, which is different. I, you know, the one thing, I'm not exactly sure the timeline, how long they've been staying with Lydia at this point and preaching, but that's what they've been doing is preaching. All right. Th- these are teachers in a community. They've been, you know what, they've been doing it long enough. This is something I picked up on. It's later in the chapter, but you know, after all this is done, they're going to be released from the jail, mm-hmm. and before they leave town, they're going to go encourage the brethren. Okay. So they're, they're there long enough to have some type of reaction from people and a response that is creating a growing church. A church. So it's not just Lydia and her household, but now there's the brethren yeah. that they're going to be encouraging in her house. Which, by the way, just going back to those Peter parallels, what did what did he do? He went to Mary's house and encouraged the brethren at Mary's house. I'm just yeah. th- this is this is actually a new one for me. I hadn't thought through this one yet, so I'm I'm kind of piecing some things together as we're as we're talking about this. No, this is good stuff. But what we love is this question: What must I do to be saved? What was his answer? Well, his answer was to believe, and then uh, I guess what what's not stated here is uh, well, what what should I believe? So there's certainly been something taught, There's or, or they're going to have to teach more. But yeah, it's believe, and you and your household are going to be saved. Now, I get that that seems a little bit different from everything we've said in this podcast as we've been walking through Acts, because there seems to be something missing uh, about that reaction response. Every other passage where we've noticed people responding, they've been told you need to be baptized. Mm. These guys are told, this guy is told, believe. Mm -hmm. But there's something about this that I think is often overlooked. So he takes them home and there's this beautiful parallel. He washes their wounds, but then they baptize him and his entire household. Yeah. So let's just go back to here. Verse 31. So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Verse 32. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. Verse 33. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now, when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them and he rejoiced having believed in God with all his household. So when did he rejoice? It looks like at at the end of this. He didn't rejoice before hearing the word. No. He didn't rejoice after hearing the word. No. He didn't rejoice when he washed their wounds. No. When did he rejoice? After he was baptized. Mm -hmm. And notice what he rejoiced about. He rejoiced that he he and his household had believed. And so really what we're getting here is a broader picture about what it means to believe in Jesus Christ to be saved, don't we? A broader picture that says that you, it's it's belief when you've believed enough to submit. Believed and obeyed. Yeah. So let's face it. In the Great Commission in Mark 16, he that believes and is baptized. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Matthew has recorded, you make disciples by baptizing them. Mm-hmm. We recognize when Peter first preached on the day of Pentecost, it was repent and be baptized. And so now we get to this message, believe and you'll be saved. What we need to understand is that in that word belief is more than simply have a mental assent. Mm-hmm. It is more than simply have an agreement. It is more than simply, yeah, I'll agree that Jesus is Lord. It is a belief that leads to action. It is a belief. In James, James is going to talk about this. The only faith that actually works is a faith that actually works. <laughs> and well said. So I've heard God's way works. I've heard that too. That's one of my personal favorites, actually. Yeah. But 
I, 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 we must not miss this. Mm-hmm. They were told they had to believe. When did they rejoice that they had believed? Just like the eunuch, mm-hmm. after he was baptized, he went on his way rejoicing. Here we've got the exact same picture. Baptism is not left out. Mm-hmm. Baptism is actually included in the belief. And we find the shocking thing that a lot of folks today don't want to recognize. And that is, is that in the New Testament, there, there was no idea of somebody being a believer who was not baptized. That's right. You weren't a believer until you had been baptized. That's right. And so sometimes today I know folks like to try to make a distinction. Well, I know they weren't baptized, but they're a believer. That would not be a New Testament description. You just didn't have it. If you were a believer is because you decided it's true. I'm going to give my allegiance in baptism. Mm-hmm. And you weren't a believer until then. Mm-hmm. And I think we probably need to restore that idea in our minds. But I'm, I'm guessing that produces some questions in folks' minds. So I want to invite you. Send your questions in. We'd love to hear from you. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org, or we'd like to hear what else you're learning, what what you're reading. Let us know. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Andrew, why don't you wrap us up with a prayer? Our great God and Father, Lord, thank you for the day and the time that we can read in Acts chapter 16. Exciting things, Lord, about this Philippian jailer and his household, and going from a, a time of despair to great rejoicing by being new life in Christ. The most important question anyone can ask, what must I do to be saved? And God, we know where the answer is. It's here in your word. Help us to be humble and faithful students of your word, that we might believe on Jesus Christ to be saved, repenting of sins and being baptized for the forgiveness of our sins. Father, we just it's what we see people doing again and again in the book of Acts. And I pray, Father, that you would give us the courage to take those same steps of obedient faith. The faith that works is the faith that works for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. Welcome to Tech Talk. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I know you, I normally... You've been giving me the signals. I know I normally give you the, the signals. Sorry. I, and I need a map. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Text Talk. Look at X... <laughs> All right, here we go. And well said. So I've heard God's way works. That, I've heard that too. That's one of my personal favorites, actually. Yeah. But com. <laughs> I'm not even keeping that website up anymore, so don't send anybody to that. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs>